There's no debate. Americans want investments in clean energy to create millions of good-paying jobs and help solve the climate crisis. And they want big corporations and the wealthy to pay their fair share. That's what Biden's Build Back Better plan would do. Millions of jobs, a clean energy future, and not a penny more in taxes for 99% of Americans. The clean energy future we want can be ours if Congress acts now. Natural Hair presents the Natural Hair Chronicles. I am Tanika Outerbridge, mentor to business owners in the natural hair and braid and lock industry. I am here to help you learn and grow in the industry. If you're new to watching me, welcome. If you're not, welcome anyway. You know, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I'm here. Um, I just got back from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico. Oh, and you know, I, I love Puerto Rico, but I did cut my, my trip short and ended up back here. I miss being back home. Uh, my birthday weekend is this weekend, along with my mother's birthday weekend, and it wasn't a cool time for me to be alone, so I came back, cut it short, and ain't no shame in my game in that. And if anybody out there is experiencing loss, let me just let you... Let me, let me give you my advice on that is It is going to be rough as hell But keep moving forward And trust that God will take care of you And he will guide you And he will hold you in times of need um, In times when you feel like you can't go on He will carry you on and carry you forward um, I am, I've experienced a lot of loss over the past year and all I can say to you guys is follow my lead and just keep moving forward. Don't allow anything to take you out of this world. Um, anyway, let me move on. Today's topic is what to do when a client is trying to get out of paying for a service. So, you know. I have clients who listen to this and then I have, well, let's not say clients, consumers, and I have stylists that listen to this podcast. And it's so interesting when they tell me about their take on, you know, any particular podcast that I talk about. But this one in particular is something that happens a lot and people don't talk about it. And you see a lot of videos of, you know, stylists maybe doing something terrible, you know, or saying something terrible or things like that, not in favor of the stylist. But truth be told, the it, it always, it's usually the other way around where the client comes in and the client is attacking the stylist or the client comes in with the intention not to pay. And yes, natural girls, you do do that. You go into spots and you get your hair done. You get it all braided, six, seven, eight, ten hours with your stylist. 
you act like you love her and then something happens at the end and you want to dip. So my stylist, what do you do when this happens to you? Like, what do you do? First of all, let me tell you, there are signs. There are clear signs you see when someone is trying to dip when they first come in. Y'all going to be mad at me over this one because this is, this is, I've seen it happen in my salon with new stylists who don't pay attention to clients' body language and to their verbiage. And if I ain't say it enough, I'm saying it now. You got to pay attention to a client's body language and the verbiage that she uses. That way you know what to expect, whether it's good, bad, ugly, pretty, whatever. You know what to expect when you pay attention, when you get out of your own realm and you pay attention to what really is happening in your chair. So normally when a client is is planning to dip, she's already kind of have these conflict conversations. She's saying things like, you know, I want this, but I want that. I want this. I want that. But I, and she's, she's making things confusing because what she's trying to do is make it so that she ends up being unhappy at the end. And then, you know, she wants to dip out without paying because she's unhappy. And let me tell you, like, I, I always have a problem with that, that when when I go to restaurants with friends, they're unhappy with a meal and they feel like that meal should be free. But no one made you order that food. Um, it, it, it costs money to make the food. Why do you feel like you should pay nothing after you eaten the food and you say you didn't like it or whatever. I understand if you didn't eat it, you, you tasted it one taste, you send it back, that's different. But when you eat a meal and then you don't like it and you want them to take it off the bill, like there's something wrong with that mindset. That's just not right. And that mindset does carry over into the salon atmosphere where someone feels like they don't like a hairstyle. And after you spent eight to 10 hours, they want to dip or they want you to just waive the bill. And then when you don't, they're on Yelp and they're on Facebook and they're all over the place. Uh, shouting you out saying that you are not a great stylist. And so I'm here to just help a stylist, you know, learn how to deal with this kind of person. And I, I tell you, you know how to spot them out as soon as they come in. First of all, if you're doing eight, 10 hour braids and you're not taking deposits, that's that's a hit on you anyway. If you take a deposit, you've already weeded out all of that. I prompt you won't even deal with that at all because that particular client is not going to leave a deposit because she's not trying to pay. It just is what it is. I've been in this business. What is it? 20, 20 something years, a long time. And I, I seen it over and over and over again. And now in particular, it happens more than it used to. Back in the day, it used to happen to the African braid shops a lot. If you talk to some African braid shop owners, they will tell you those girls were sitting there eight to 10 hours patiently and then run out the door. And that's what made braid shops start to charge you before you even sit down. 
So they 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 found a way to combat that, but it happens and it happens more than people realize because it's something that people don't talk about. And I don't know why they don't talk about it because it's trifling. It's so wrong. It's so wrong on so many levels. Anyway, let me go back. So you know how to spot this client when she's already having conflict situations. She's, she's saying things that just don't make sense. She want a long braid, but not too long. She want a short braid, but you know, not that short. What about her hair? Is her hair thick enough? Is it this? Is it that? Is it this? And it just, the conversation just keeps going. She's not settled. Uh, once, once you start doing the braid, right? She will continue to look in the mirror. She will feel it out and say things like, you know, do you think this looks good? What? How, how long? And, and what? And, and huh? And can I see it? And what are you doing? That kind of stuff. And that is a problem client right off the top. Even if that's a paying client, that's a problem client when she's just constantly, constantly just won't let up and she just keeps going and going and going and just creating this beginning to create a sort of confusion. Um, and, 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 and you just, you just feel that vibe. That's the thing too. When you feel the vibe, you feel the vibe. And so, uh, you just get yourself prepared. So you finish her hair and what's going to happen when you finish is she's going to grab her things. It's going to look really subtle. She's going to grab her purse and put it on her lap. Maybe she has a coat and she's going to grab that. And she's just going to look really subtle, really, really like, um, matter of fact, let me get my phone. Matter of fact, let me get my wallet. And she's just going to sit there for a minute and just kind of contemplate. There's two types that will dip. One will just run out and dip. And then one will combat you, which is the new, this is the new thing. And will say, this is not what I asked for. This is not what I wanted. I don't like this. I, I, uh, what are you going to do about it? That's how it starts. They never say, I don't want to pay. They don't come out that direct and say, I don't want to pay. But what will happen is they will be like, what, 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 what are you going to do? Um, and you're going to say, what would you like me to do? You're not going to suggest anything because they're going to kind of, it's kind of like a passive aggressive thing where they want you to say, this is on me. This is free. Sometimes they will be direct, but for the most part of what I've seen, they're not pretty direct and they will, you know, say, well, this is, this is, this is just horrible. I, I hate this. It's what am I supposed to do? I have to go to work tomorrow. I, I don't, I don't know what, what they may even cry in your chair too. They will cry. They will do all kinds of stuff. And so as a stylist, stay calm. This is where we go wrong is we start throwing a fit because we know what's about to happen. And so you start going off and going nuts on the client client. Don't do that. Stay calm and allow her to go through her, her fake emotions However, she need to go through them 
and let her know the bill is such and such amount of money. That's it. That is it. The bill is $250. If you don't like it, the next time you come, I will give you a 20% discount, a 50% discount. What I used to say for my stylist, because they always catch the new stylist, and they're very particular about who they see, and they would catch my new stylist, and they would do things like that too. And so... I would tell them, if you don't like it, you're going to pay this bill right now. And the next time you come, it will be on us. And that stops it in the track. That means that they have to pay. You've offered a free service. You didn't offer that free service. But if they want to come back, you can offer them some free products, a free shampoo, um, Whatever it is you feel like you want to make it up to a client. And and mind you, there are clients that genuinely don't like it. But that doesn't mean they shouldn't pay for it. And if you feel like you haven't did your best work on her head, then you offer that. This is what it costs right now. It's $65 right now. But when you come back, it's on me. It's no charge for this service. And that's up to the client to say they're going to come back or not come back. Totally up to them. Most likely they won't come back if they were genuinely unhappy and if they were genuinely trying to dip on the bill. Um, Anyway, you put it, you've done your part on it. And you you bypass someone dipping on the bill. So, you know, questions may be like, Tanika, I'm new at this. I can't take I can't say that. They be hurting my feelings. And I've had stylists cry, shaking in their boots, because clients come at them so hard. You have to stand your ground. Even as a new stylist, stand your ground, shaking your boots in your skin when she can't see you. But in the meantime, you're going to stand your ground. And this is what's going to build you as an amazing stylist. If you don't, you will have a continuous, you have at that point attracted that kind of person and you will continually attract that kind of person. And, and if you do that, you will always be faced with that. If you stand up to it, you, that will stop that energy right off the top. That energy will never come back to you. Not never, but not as often as it would is if you accepted that energy. And it is an energy that comes with that kind of behavior and you can stop it with your policies. You know, you have where you, someone has to leave a deposit for styles that are over a certain amount of hours. I feel like nowadays in the pandemic anyway, you should be taking deposits just because uh, it, it stops somebody from just doing all kinds of stuff and it makes sure your money is consistent and uh, reliable so that, you know, people are showing up. Um, you know, have, having your policy is so important. Whatever that policy may be, there's no set way of creating your own policy. It has to make sense and it has to be the same across the board 
for everyone. When stylists go wrong is when they say, you, I need a deposit from you, but because I know you, you're my friend, I don't need a deposit from you. And clients talk, they they do things on social media, say things on social media, and you know, you never want to get in a position where you are discriminating. And that's what that is. I've had stylists that tell me they want to work with people who only have 4C hair and nobody else. Well, yeah, that's discrimination and you can't do that. Like, I I love how black people like to discriminate amongst each other, but they're so against white people discriminating against them. So we have to treat each other the same across the board, like across the board, no matter what your texture is, you know, no matter what your skin color is, light, dark, medium, whatever, you know, whatever it is, it has to be the same. And when you establish a sound policy and you disclose it to clients before they even make their appointments, it it stops a lot of that negative energy from coming into your space. And I mean, affirmations help too, you know, clearing the energy. I only have wonderful paying clients that come to me. That's an affirmation you can say every day. That's free. Free 99. That's free advice. Every day. I have, you know, positive, happy clients that are willing to pay me what I charge every day. That's it. You bring in that better energy. And it can be hard at first for my newbies, cause y'all be sharing some stories with me and y'all be so afraid. And these clients know y'all are afraid. They smell fresh meat. <laughs> they be smelling fresh meat. <laughs> oh Lord. Anyway. Um, So that's how you stop that energy. And so what happens when she just refuses to pay? She's like, I'm not paying. She's going to pay. (laughs) If you stand your ground, she will pay. She, she will. Um, unless she's trying to run out somehow, some way, uh, what they used to do, what the African shops used to do is, cause the, the thing back in the day is, you know, clients would be like, oh, I don't have any cash on me. It, it used to be so bad. I'm from New York. It used to be really bad in New York. New York, they would be like, oh, I don't have any cash on me. I got to go to the ATM. And then the African braider would walk with them to the ATM. And I have heard, actually heard stories where the braider was stabbed um, doing that. And, you know, doing hair is just not worth losing your life or getting hurt or injured over it. But I wanted to share the story to let you guys know that those people are out there and they're criminals. I mean, that's what they are. And they want to get their hair done. They're criminal girls and they want to get their hair done and they want to be pretty and they don't want to pay for it. It's all a scam. And you got to stand your ground, clear your space of that energy. You make sure you're doing the right things, that you're not trying to scam people, you know, because that karma comes back to you too. 
you make sure you do your affirmations. You make sure you set up your policies so that they're clear and people understand what they are and what you expect of them when they do come and get their hair done. Then after that, if they're unhappy, then you can offer them a free service after they've paid for that particular service. They can come back and get another free service. And, you know, after, in, after that, they still having problems. It's no longer on you. You've done your part. You've done everything you can do to make that client happy. And I know, you know, the whole thing, you know, the client is always right right? But no, not when the client is a scammer, not when she's a criminal, not when she's trying to get over. No, she's not right. And it's important that you know that, you know, my newbies or even my more experienced stylists that may be experienced in this, just stop it. Just stop that whole energy right off the top. Like just stop it. And, you know, it it will stop like it will stop there are there are people who are cyber bullies in the natural hair world i mean it's so common more than people know that the natural hair girl especially this this era and i like i've been in this in this game forever like forever and back in the day the girls used to be the the natural hair clients used to be amazing and wonderful and something happened there's some sort of entitlement thing that happened and they feel like you owe them your life for a hairstyle and i know you guys are going to be really upset about this you know my consumers but it is what it is. You guys, as a consumer, you have to be nice to people. I don't care if you don't like your service, you can still be nice and kind and caring and not like your style. Like we can have a disagreement and still be in a peaceful space. Anyway, um, there's a switch that happened, and I believe it's the s- social media that caused the switch uh, because stylists, people who actually do hair, are not on YouTube. They're not YouTube stars, and I feel like consumers don't respect stylists because they're not YouTube stars and, or Instagram stars, and somehow, some way, they feel like the stylist doesn't deserve the respect, but you have to respect your stylist. You have to respect everybody, like everybody, service providers, the freaking man at the McDonald's, you know, window, you respect everybody, especially if you want good karma, you just do. Anyway, Just shift your mind. As a consumer, shift your mind. As a stylist, shift your mind and bring in better energy so that you have good things that come to you. And, you know, you can't go into a spot and have someone spend so much time on your hair and try to dip out. Like that's just so wrong on so many levels. Now, as a stylist, if you feel like you really did not do your best your best, you know, it looks bad. Like in your soul, you're like, "Mm, this is really whack. 
And we've all been there. I've been there where I'm like, this is horrible. I would actually offer a discount and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't admit to not liking it or it was whack. It would just be like, you know what? Since you don't like it, here's half off kind of thing. Cause in my soul, I agree that this is a whack ass style. <laughs> It happens as a stylist when you know that you know that you know it is whack. <laughs> then you gotta you gotta take that hit. You may have to take that hit. Um, if you're like this was whack and the client is unhappy, you know you're unhappy with it. Then it it just it was an epic fail, and you eat that one up and you say, hey, you know. Uh, this is on me or, you know, 50% is off today. 50% off will be next time. Uh, you have to decide how you work that with your client, but definitely, you know, be honest with yourself if, if it is a whack ass style. <laughs> so, so, cause remember that's a walking billboard, that client that goes out there, that's a walking billboard of your work. So do you want that person to go out unhappy and you know, it's whack and her telling people that you did that, no. So you you be kind to her and you either, you know, make that a freebie, make it a, an ex, a really big discount, um, maybe apologize. I wouldn't admit to it because once you admit to it, then then that becomes a bigger problem. You know, like men, you know, when they're cheating, don't ever admit to anything. <laughs> Never admit. Even if you got caught in the bed, don't admit it. <laughs> so I, it, once you admit it, you, you, you take, you may even take a bigger hit off of that if you admit it, you was wrong. But just in your soul, if you know it was wrong, then you make sure you compensate your client for that. And that's only fair. If it's your best work and she's trying to scam you, that's a different thing. If it's your worst work and she's unhappy, because sometimes you can do your worst work and your client is very happy. It doesn't meet your standards, but your client is just as excited and she loves it. That's different. If she does not like it and you know for a fact that it's whack, then you need to compensate your client for that for sure, like all day long. Anyway, that is my rant. I hope that helps somebody, my new, my newbies, you know, I love y'all. I love when y'all call me, not call me, but text me. Some of y'all do call me, call me, text me. And just shaking in your boots or when I watch y'all work on clients, you're shaking in your boots. <laughs> Stand strong, y'all. Like, even if you don't have experience, this is how we build experience by standing strong, staying in it. Don't run because you're afraid of clients. I've had young stylists that have left the natural hair realm and even went into the realm of 
uh, straight hair, white girl's hair and all of that kind of stuff, because um, this natural hair game is not for the weak at heart. And as a stylist who is in the industry, you know what I mean. This is this is not for the weak at all, like at all. (laughs) So you know, make sure you stand strong in what you want to do. Don't allow someone to come into your space and discourage you from moving forward, from, you know, allowing you to think that you are less than or you don't deserve, you know, to get paid what you want to get paid. Uh, Don't allow them to do that to you. Keep moving forward. Stay strong, even in the pandemic, make sure that you are staying safe. Make sure that you are, you know, being honest with yourself too. If you need to get proper training, if you need to do an apprenticeship somewhere under a a major stylist, then you do that. You have to be honest with yourself so that you can build the strong bones to do what you really want to do in this industry. And um, the honesty will take you so much further than being in denial about what kind of stylist you are and how good you are. And you need to practice. Y'all be wanting to take a braid class and, you know, leave braiding like an Instagram star, but it doesn't work like that. You got to go home and you got to practice every day. You got to enlist people to be your models. You got to, you know, keep moving forward all day long, (laughs) all day long. Even as a stylist, where I'm at right now, I still got to do classes. I still got to, you know, check myself and make sure my game is on point. For a stylist like me, it's easy to be a dated stylist, like stuck in time. So we got to keep moving. We got to keep moving with the trends and, you know, taking classes and doing things and learning and, and, and growing in this industry so that we can be great. The life of a stylist is always great. Great, great, great. So... That is it, you guys. I, oh, I made a challenge to myself. I'm going to do 30 podcasts in 30 days. So y'all going to see my face every day for the month of February. And I am kicking it off today. Today is my mother's birthday. She did pass in September. So I'm dedicating this podcast to my mother, Leo Desiree, who I will love forever. She was my best friend, my soulmate. Um, She was my counselor. She was everything. And so today's the first day that I'm kicking the 30 day, 30 days of podcast today. So yeah, y'all going to see my face every day and it's going to be a freaking struggle. It's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a struggle because <laughs> I don't go nowhere. So <clears throat> it's easy to just, you know, lounge on the computer. My work is on the computer, lounge in the computer, but 30 days of podcast. I got to put my makeup on. I got to throw the wig on. I got to do all kinds of stuff. So, you know, oh, thanks, Jessica. Um, yeah, so I gotta, I gotta pull it together every single day 
and I'm going to do this 30 days of podcasting. I'm so excited to kick this off again. I miss being, um, I actually miss talking and um, we used to be on the radio and I miss that. And I, I actually have a newfound love for talking to everyone out there in the podcast land. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, no negativity. Yeah. Sometimes I got to catch myself. Sometimes y'all got to catch me. So yeah, no negativity. It's going to be great. Uh, Hey, Cynthia. Um, So yeah, definitely we are moving forward and we're going to kick off today, you know, special. I hope you guys, and you know, the sun is shining. The freaking snow is gone. And I told myself I was going to start running. Boom, boom, boom. Not today. We'll start tomorrow. (laughs) Anyway, it was amazing talking to you guys. I will see you tomorrow. You may even see me later today because 30 podcasts, I can't do that every day. I may do two a day or something like that. So y'all may see me later today or um, tomorrow morning. We'll see. Peace. Dell's Labor Day event has limited quantity deals and up to $300 off select PCs powered by Intel Core processors, plus free shipping on everything. Call 800 by dell You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com.